Woo. I always do this in, in our introductions. <laughs> I'm always making shit. It's like, we in the studio. Woo, yeah. Picking up the hot beats. Yeah, picking up them beats. Man, shout out to my brother Cash Flow. Man, this brother be killing these tracks. I'm telling you, you need a track, hit up Cash Flow. Awesome. So, yeah. We back. Another episode. Why did they listen to some Another one. <laughs> Another one. We're going to spit a hot 16 <laughs> or hot 2 because I can't rap, but <laughs> got them bars. Bars of soap. <laughs> what do you say? I was moving keys last night. Car keys. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're back. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Another week, another here. God willing, we out here making it happen. So, yeah, we're here, man. Right. So, um, this is Tim week. This so, is Tim week. Yeah, it's my choice this week. So yes, yes, yes. I actually want to uh, to to give it from another perspective. Um, we talked about different things to set you up uh, for your next life and everything, mm. and all of us have been through extreme highs and extreme extreme lows. But I really want to get into what happens when you are up. Because everybody, you know, a lot of people are, they're so used to grinding and mm. so used to getting there. Mm. And then a lot of people, once they actually get there, they're like, okay, I'm here. And a lot of people are not prepared to be here. You know what I'm saying? They're like, okay, I'm, I got everything. I, I got I got it. Everything is going good. The money's flowing. You know, the people coming to you. And... I just really want to talk about what happens when you are up, when you are actually on your game and everything that comes around and the pitfalls that come when you are up. And sometimes it'd be the ego. You know? mm, pride <laughs> so, come before a haughty fall, as man, the Bible what says. You brother. About, man. Yes, sir. And I, I really want to uh, kind of interview you. On that, on that, I remember. Man, please, you better get my else. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about something distinctly mm. because you were the first person that I actually saw that kept going. You know, you would order every step, you were playing your day out, mm. and you would keep going. Mm. Things would be going well, and you never like sat in your laurels. You're like, okay, everything's going well. You were still going. It was that discipline. You know what I mean? And that was like a lot of folks were like, oh man, they couldn't they couldn't tell what was going on, whether it was a up or a down, mm-hmm. because it was always a constant. You know what I mean? So yes, sir. I really want to talk about that because one thing that I noticed, mm-hmm. especially being young, when you're up, when you are young, you don't realize that a lot of the people around you, your circle get bigger and bigger, and all these other folks come around you. <laughs> And you're not realizing that they just there for the good time. That is it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy when you see all of the people that get involved once the ball is rolling. You know, they might not even, they just there, they almost, they, you know, they're getting the, the, the crumbs that fall off the table. You know, they, they're just there. <laughs> but you know what? I, I've learned something too. Mm-hmm. The more that you have, you can't eat it all. You know, you, you got a, a nice spread table. Everything's laid out. You know mm. what I mean? You got all of the, the whole buffet is there, but you by yourself can't eat the buffet. Right, <laughs> you can't. Nah, nah. And I had to learn for myself is first I had to learn to celebrate my wins. 
and not get stuck there. Mm. But um, kind of some of the signs is like, okay, well, once you get there, to not be stuck in just that moment. You know what I mean? Because it is a moment. Because a lot of times when you hit your goal, you're like, okay, well, I hit this. Then you find yourself, okay, well, what's next? Because a lot of times when success comes fast or you already hit that goal, it's like, oh, man, I'm, I'm here now. So what else do I do? <laughs> so I'm going to start, before we even get more in-depth in this, mm -hmm. one of the things I'm going to give you or start with is that magical word called time. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. If you're having a good day, bad day, keep going. At some point, it's going to change. <laughs> if you're up and you're on riding high, at some point, things are going to change for you. Oh, yeah. When you're riding low, at some point, things will change. So it's time. Just keep moving. And as we said in our other show um, that at some point you got to realize you may be doing things out of time mm -hmm. or you may be doing something that is not for you to do and along my process like I have not made the millions that I would like to I've had some nice amounts in my life but I want to get to the millions mm -hmm. and it's always a process and it's time and even with like the festival I'm doing, I'm 13, 14 years into this now. <clears throat> and at this point, I am now have to have more patience than I had in the beginning. <laughs> because as you level up, you have to have more patience to be able to level up. And most of us, this is what happens. We get to the level, and because we think we want it instant. See, what... This, this generation that we are living with now, and in particular, I'm speaking of like, this, I don't know the Millennium, X's, Pepsi, I don't care about the names. <laughs> this 20-year-old generation and below, in particular, they are going to have to understand that everything is not instantaneous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what's killing, it's going to kill a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, and I mean that physically, mentally, spiritually, morally, that Social media is the biggest lie that's out there. It gives you a microcosm of a moment, and you look at that as a lifelong time period for that person. Exactly. It's a highlight reel for one moment of someone's life. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how long it took them to get to that moment. Exactly. Like one of my favorite rappers right now, right now is The Baby. Mm -hmm. I like Lil Baby. Which one is The Baby? The baby, not little baby. My, I like both the babies, period. But in particular, I'm talking about the baby, the dark-skinned brother uh, who got in trouble with the homosexual comment mm -hmm. a few months ago. Instantaneously. Yeah. Whole career changed. Yeah. Off of one Sometimes comment. Yeah. But the reason I like him is because he said, I'm going to keep going. Like, I'm not about to just, you know, because y'all said something against me, I'm going to stop. He's like, nah, I'm going to figure it out again. So he still made another album. It only sold a couple thousand units. But the fact that he didn't stop, mm -hmm. he kept going. So he knew he had, all right, now in order for me to level up, now I have to figure out 
how to get back to where I was before on a better way. And the leveling up is always the issue. If you don't, number one, God, 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 God. If you don't have that man at the center and the focus of your life, it becomes very difficult to do anything. And that's the only thing. I remember in college, my best friend um, is a female. And she would laugh at me quite often. Because she's like, Yusuf, I know where you're going through something. I was like, how? She said, because your favorite comment is, oh, Allah. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing. I never paid attention to it that much. She said, Yusuf, every time something goes down, the first thing you say is, oh, Allah. Oh, Allah. And then you'll say whatever afterwards, you say, oh, Allah. And she's like, I just found it funny. I said, oh. And, it, and from that point on, I started looking at stuff I said. I was like, you're right. Every time something, that's the first person I'm going to call. Who else can I call? I can't call. Oh, mama. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, Tim, holler at me. But like, in a different world, this is a segment of my life that he's playing chess with right now. And I'm a piece on the on the board. So I'm asking the chess master, where am I going? Exactly. But going back to the conversation that we had also is that too often we've been doing things our way. That's true. And we got to sit down and ask some guy, what do you want me to do? Exactly. And he'll order those steps accordingly. It's, it's funny that you say, you know, because it shows where your mindset is. Mm-hmm. When things are going good or things are going bad. When you say, oh, God, some folks be like, oh, fuck. And that's where your mindset. <laughs> right. Straight oh, up. Oh, shit. And that's your mindset. But when you can make, you know, God the center of your mindset for everything that you do, you know, he he reveals stuff. He reveals a lot of stuff, especially when you're doing well. Um, a lot of it is confirmation on what he said a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you know you're going about it the right way. And that timing, like, we was. People want something so instantaneous. Brother. Like, if you notice, a lot of people who wanted that body instantly, and they got the BBLs, right? Mm. Now they're getting them taken out. Because anything that you've done yourself, it lasts. And anything that was instant gratification, let's say, okay, well, I'm finna get this instant meal. You get the microwave, right? Mm-hmm. What comes with that? Sickness. A lot of people who've been hanging around with microwave foods, now they're sick. And everything that they was trying to build up, their body and their health and their hunger, the gut is suffering. Mm. Life is suffering. The health Mm. is suffering Mm. because you wanted a quick meal. The other thing, you know, when we look at folks who wanted to um, have that that quick relationship, so they went on Tinder, right? (laughs) They went on Bumble. Swipe. They went on, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I don't know what they all I'm a married. Black Gentry. Shout out to my Love Below. (laughs) (laughs) Love Below. You know, they, they, but what happens is that you get those easily swipeable relationships. Mm -hmm. So whenever anything happens, whether it's good or bad, that relationship can be swiped in and it can be swiped out. And so the things that we're trying to build when you're reaching that success, people want it so instant. But anything that you've ever had in life, it was never instant. You know, the things that you went through, a, a woman doesn't have a baby instantly. Uh. You see what I'm saying? Like, we, we don't get our lives. And when you're working out, it doesn't happen instantly. I wish you it know? did. Good Lord, <laughs> this stomach. <laughs> you remember those weight loss pills that came out? Oh, with, uh, man. Yeah, all people of, was yes. dying off you're of dying them. Dying quick. They, they was working. 
Oh, it was a. Uh, Oh, whatever it was. Fin, fin, fin redux. redux. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Acid reflux. <laughs> Fentanyl. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's crazy that and you know, I just had a partner that just died taking fentanyl uh, without his knowledge. Uh. And what an instant relief. And it cost him his life going about it the wrong way. So, you know, with with the, the thing that, that, that helps is, you know, throughout success, is the reason why you have it. Because one thing I learned is whenever God gives you something, he gives you a vision, it's a reason behind it. It's a tool. It's not for just for you to enjoy. Like real leaders know that being in the position of leadership when God gives you something, it's not a glorious position at all. It's the worst damn position in the, <laughs> in the building. You, 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 you serve it more than anything. You, you, you got to serve all your employees. You got to make payroll if you if you own a business. If you're a part of an organization, you're the one that has to make things happen when everyone else gives up. And you're the one that has to, to, to keep going because they're expecting. People expect a lot from a leader. Not only do they expect you to lead them, but they will expect you to put them in a position for their next step. They're not thinking of it. Right. They want you to have all of that in place. All of that in place. And then when we talk about the leader, it's always funny how... People look at leaders and, oh, that leader's flying around. Oh, he's there. Oh, he gets to take this vacation. Okay. You see, again, the highlight reel. Yeah. Because that's the part they put up there for you to see. Oh, he's taking a vacation this week. Oh, he's gone this week. But you didn't see for the past six months. When you went home to go to sleep, he was still at the office. Mm-hmm. When you went on vacation, he had no vacation. Exactly. Because he had to make sure that the money was there for you to take your vacation. Exactly. The bonuses that you got for Christmas. Well, he busted his ass all year in order that everyone got a bonus. He got a bigger one, but he had to do an extremely extravagant amount more work mm-hmm. in order for you to get it. He doing them 80 plus hours a week. Right. <laughs> and you doing 40 and you barely doing your 40 because you come to work and you be in the bathroom and smoking and playing off. Like, come on. like. And his, his is focused work. It's literally work. It's not... I'm going to play on my phone for a little while and I'm going to do this. No. And it's funny because like we talk about that highlight reel, a lot of people don't realize you got people who go years without going on a vacation. <laughs> you I know? know. Trust, I know. <laughs> it's a straight grind. Right. It's grind and it's grind. And, you know, just seeing those things to be prepared for your up because a lot of times when you're going through those things, when you're going through those great periods, yeah, that's the actual time for preparedness. It's like, okay, now it's time for me. It reminds me of a, of, of a, a story in the Bible where when they were going through the years of plenty, the seven years of plenty. Uh, seven and seven. Yeah. So here it is. You, you're going through this plenty, and you got to remember to store away something. Mm. You know what I mean? Anytime that you go on any trip in life, right? But let's go on a road trip. It's not just a straight road. <laughs> you're not just going to keep going that way, and that's the way it is. Now, nah, you're going to turn left. Sometimes you're going to turn right. You're going to go up a hill. You're going to go down a hill. Unless you're on 20. <laughs> 20 from here to California is a straight shot. It's a couple curves on them, but it's straight. <laughs> but, you know, you, you're going to have those things. It's going to bumpy. It's going to rain. And those are the things to watch out for because a lot of people, especially when you're young, you ask any entertainer, right? Or especially if they were in hip hop, 
that they will tell you that at times they feel like the money ain't going to stop. You yeah, know what I mean? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Anyone who's hit it really big in business, especially if you open like uh, like some people open dropship early uh-huh. and they're getting them numbers constantly. And they're like, okay, they got the numbers and they got the orders coming in. And sometimes you might go through a period for months where you're seeing big numbers every week. And they feel like the, it's not going to stop there. Boom, COVID. <laughs> okay. Or maybe you positioned yourself well and uh, COVID was great for you because everybody's open. But, you know, it's always that one thing that happens. Or, boom, then a parent gets sick. Or a child gets sick. Or, you know what I'm saying, maybe you go through a relationship, whoa. Or technology changes and now you got to change your whole business model. <laughs> As Muslims, we're taught. In the Quran, it says, struggle is ordained for success. Oh, yeah. And most of us want to overlook that part of the struggle. Mm. We want the success. Uh-huh. And it also says another part of, of the Quran, you may not like a thing, but it may be good for you. Mm. And you may like a thing, but it may not be good for you. Look wisely into it. And Again, going back to the things, we want this, but it's not for you, partner. Go over there. Yeah. We want the success, but we don't want to work for it. Yeah. So going back to kind of, I want to make sure we stay on point with the conversation because we, 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 you know, we, we fly all over the world <laughs> and we come back at a certain point. But um, the time mm-hmm. of manifestation, the time of loss, the time of development, the time of growth is all in time. Mm-hmm. And you have to know how to act according to time. That's true. If you're developing, you can't be partying. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens a lot of time. When I, I see, I don't like the word small business. It's, it's very disrespectful because it's disrespectful. A developing business mm-hmm. is growing. And they hit that... Boom, drop ship, like you said. They got all the money coming in. I've seen them doing, not this in particular, but they're doing very well. And they got all this money coming in. And I'm like, man, bruh, God is blessing you. Take the money, invest it, flip it. Oh, no, nah, man, I'm about to go on this vacation. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man, You're missing com- the point. <laughs> You're missing the point. Bruh, you were just struggling. As they say, remember the time when you were begging and praying for what you have now and now you have it and you're disrespecting it. God gave you what you wanted just to see what you're going to do with do it. it. Yeah. And you still deflect and mess up the prayer that he's given you. You ask for this blessing. It comes to you. What do you do with the blessing? You go, well, we're going to Magic City tonight. <laughs> about to, you just blew your hole. <laughs> you about to BMF. For what? Blowing money fast. For what, bro? Yeah, yeah. You're paying someone else's bill, just like pandemic and these PPP loans. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, another friend of mine. She was talking about people with these scams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shouting out to the scammers, but hello. Triple P. <laughs> <laughs> the PPP loan was the biggest come up for a lot of people. And, but the whole thing was when I saw a lot of them, it's, bro, you came up. Dude got. I think he got a $750,000 PPP loan. He bought him a Lambo vehicle and something else. And then the next year he was working at Amazon. Man. 
And that was that was what he needed for the business right there. I was like, bruh, how you? Because he wasn't, you know what? One thing I know, success will reveal who you really are. You know what I mean? When, mm-hmm. you, when you hit those highs, it really shows you what and who you are, who you are and what you're about. It's going to amplify oh, yeah. whatever's inside oh, of you. Yeah, because there's no hiding. None. There's no hiding. That's what, You know, people will go to large events and they'll surround themselves with others and all this other stuff because they're hiding who they really are. When you're out front, you're revealed. And, you know, what's on the inside comes out. That, that reminded me of another point because how you treat yourself, honestly, what you say to yourself, like, when you get up in the morning and you tell yourself, I'm going to get this done. It speaks volumes in how you act in that. Because if you get something done and you and you are obedient to it, first of all, that's you being obedient to God speaking into you. Right? Mm-hmm. But the other thing is what you do on the outside. Like a lot of people have are or come into what they believe is success. And they don't know how to treat people. They don't know how to treat the ones that God gave them charge over. They have great employees. Uh, You know, you got great employees. You got great people who work with you and your partners. You make deals with them. And then they screw somebody over on a deal. Or they don't know how to treat the person who was opening the door, the person that's cleaning their building, the person who they meet at the reception desk because they're having a, a meeting with somebody. And they don't know how to treat other people because you're going to have to come right. One thing that I love about God is that nothing stays the same. That person will not always be your employee. Not at all. You know what I mean? That person not always going to be your partner. That person not always going to be who they, they have a destiny too. And even if your business don't change, you will, you will get older. Technology will change. The, The times will change. And not so far as that person, but other people see how you treat people. Uh. And the other thing is even more powerful than that. You understand what you're doing. And mm-hmm. the ultimate thing is God does too. And to be honorable in your success, like if he gave you something, if he blessed you with something, right? Everything that we got, everything ain't, uh, ain't always got legitimately. But you got it, you didn't go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't go to jail, you know what I mean? Or even if it is, your your business booms, and he says, okay, I need you to do this with it. I need you to reinvest it. I need you to remember when you said you was going to fix up that that, that, that retirement home Mm. that's right next to you. You need to do that, and you don't honor it. Or you get into a position where people have voted you in, and you don't honor the people who supported you. He gets you in the position where, you know, you can take care of things and you can hire the people that need to be hired, but you're doing favors. And what happens is all of that comes around. Those favors that you did, instead of hiring the people who are honorable people, you hire your buddies, you hire their kids, and you hire your, your cousins, and your business is ruined. Man, <laughs> you know? man it's just like... Staying on the point that we were originally talking about development and growth. We had this conversation before we got online. So shout out to all of our family, both our families and friends. (laughs) We love you all whenever you decide to listen to this. (laughs) That's my disclaimer for this. But um, I'm saying that because we talk about business development and growing and and the, the, the 
trials and tribulations of development. We just literally had this conversation. And I said to you before we got online, I said, what's funny about this is that this show will be listened to by folks we don't know before our family and friends do. Mm-hmm. Our family and friends will be the ones who will catch up later on. Yeah. And that's the same thing with your business. Yeah. And that's a hard lesson that I want to make sure everyone understands that do not expect support from family and friends. <laughs> They're good folks. And you might have one, maybe two in 10 who going to jump down and help you out. However, most of them will not jump on until later on. And it's not a bandwagon jump on. It's just that they know you and familiar. Have to swallow. <laughs> Familiarity breeds content. It does. And the more they're familiar with you, the more people get to know you, the more people around you, they don't really, uh, it's like, all right, that's him. He got yeah, another they, they thing. They don't doing. know you. Right. You know, they know the version of you that they grew up with. That's or, it. Or that they are, that they put you in. You know, even Jesus, Jesus couldn't do, he couldn't do that. They, right. Oh man, that ain't nothing. Hey, Jesus, man. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know, hey. it's the same thing with us. And the thing about looking for support for family and friends, that's not their job. That's not. That's not your market. They, you don't need someone's support. Here's one thing for those of you who are in business or whatever it is that you're trying to do. You don't want someone supporting you. You want someone to believe and to feel that here's the thing when you go oh. buy a fresh pair of Nikes you ain't supporting Nike <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you hear what I'm saying oh. you hear what I'm saying when you, when you go in uh, you said man I'm hungry man I'm finna go out I'm finna go out to this nice restaurant I'm finna take somebody out we finna go so you're not supporting anything what you're doing is you're consuming what you feel is worthy of your dollars mm. of your time mm. of the thing that you feel of your strength right right so you don't want anyone's support. What you want is someone to feel that you are worthy and that they want to do it. They they thought about you because you do good work. They thought about you because th- that's who they want to talk to. That's who they believe in. They believe that you're the right person for the job. Not, oh, man, I'm going to give you a handout. I'm going to help support you. Help. Nah, you're trying to get to that next level. And the thing is, if you're in the Apple business, you know what I'm saying? You 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 get fruits. If somebody likes meat and they go, I'm gonna get a piece of fruit from. Nah, I don't need that. I need somebody who loves fruit. And they go, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna go buy fruit from you. you know right. I mean? and, and that's the thing that 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 you have to understand. Now, the thing is, once you get there, I you know I hate to say that, but you know people, oh well, now you want to come around it. Now it's not that they're celebrating into your success. That's it. And that's your mindset. That's your mindset. Of course, you you have to recognize the snakes that are around you yes. because there are people who do that. You yes. know what I mean? They, you you get these uh, cousins and uh, uh, you, 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 your spirit will let you know. But the other thing was some people are cheering you on from afar and you don't even know it. You know, some, some, some family members and some friends, they're cheering you on, but that's not that. They don't need to buy a house from you right now. Not at all. <laughs> they you got upset with them. And you're a realtor. They got a house. What are they doing for? Nah. Go find someone. So this is my thing about business. Find a demand. Philly. Become the supplier. That's business. Man, Supply and demand all day. <laughs> <laughs> Supply and demand all day. All day. If you, and too often what we try to do is create 
a demand. <laughs> and the, it's like you being in the middle of the desert and it's hot as hell out here. And all of a sudden, you want to start selling hot tamales. Nah, brother. Bruh, that work. <laughs> the demand out here is water. <laughs> Find a way to get some water out here. You'll be rich. Yeah. We want to start, oh, I want to sell hot tamales out here. I want to sell uh, hot peppers out here. Oh, you know what? I think I may sell coffee. We need coffee. <laughs> Everybody needs to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Bro, we don't need that. Yeah, you're selling something don't nobody want. Right, it's not, it's <laughs> like, and if somebody want it, it's probably the demand ain't big enough. Yeah. So you try to go jump into something because you like it mm-hmm. versus this is what's needed. Exactly. And that's the thing about business. When you, business is a no feelings type thing. Yeah. This is just mathematics. Yeah. One plus one equals two all day long. That's right. I don't care if you carry the one, <laughs> subtract it. One plus one is always going to equal two. Business equals you buy the material, you find a um, you find a person to buy it, you sell it to them, you get your money back, you go back, take the money, reinvest it. We go into business too often with what we want to do, mm-hmm. what we think is cool. And that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn about doing the festival. The festival is my way of learning. Every business class I've ever taken, I've they got in other business. I've gotten to clubs, I've gotten to restaurants, I've been into promotions, artists. I've been in a few businesses. But the music festival, promoting concerts, that business is allows you to see every scope of business at one time. And the biggest thing about it is. You can't do what you want to do. Yeah. I can't take. I remember I wanted to do a concert with uh, this old school artist. And I was gun ho Why? I like the artist. Mm-hmm. I want to do this concert. It's what I want to do. And I said, well, I got to go get this money up. And I go ahead and start moving stuff. And then I'm halfway through it. And I'm not generating enough of it off of it. And then somebody was like, why are you taking that artist to Alabama? Have you looked up the statistics of this artist? Nobody likes that artist in Alabama. Why are you doing this? Well, because it's a bunch of people and it's a small, I can make, but bruh, no one even listens to this artist out there. And then I had to sit down and think about it. It was like, you're right. The supply, just because it is a supply of artists don't mean the demand is there for that artist. Exactly. Take him to someplace else that they want to have him at. Exactly. Take your feelings out of this. Take your feelings out your life. Take your feelings out your business. Take your feelings out your relationship for the most part. <laughs> Everything that you do, and it, it sounds cold-blooded. No, but it's the truth. That is. Because a lot of people don't understand to go where you want it and go where you need it. When it comes to business, relationships. All day long. Family. When it comes to anything. The thing is, when you are successful, in order to continue in that success, you are reinventing yourself every day. Every day you're a new person. Every day you're a little bit better. For those of us who are geared towards success, you're fine-tuning. things. Are, but the thing is, you're going to go to what calls you, where to, where you're supposed to be. If you're selling ice cream and it's February, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's like, well, I'm just that good. But where are you needed? Where you need it. Some of us are, are in the places where we're not needed and not wanted. And 
yeah, you might have been successful there at this point in time, but at this but at this point in time, this is where you need it. Or here's how you can change this so that you can provide what's out there. You know, it was um <laughs> Yeah, make sure you get your questions. Yeah, because I, I really wanted to do that. What what are the signs that you're in the right place? What what are some of the signs? Like, okay, how do I know when I'm when I when I'm there, when I've made it? So Every person, every situation is differently. I'm being honest with you. Your sign of success is different from my sign of success. I know I'm, I I strive to stay in my spiritual realm for my grounding and everything I'm doing. Um, Minister Farrakhan once told, my father asked Minister Farrakhan one time, how do you know when to give up on something? Minister Farrakhan said, easy, brother. I just tried three times. <laughs> if it don't work, I said the third time. It ain't for me. And I was like, that's very simple. We thought it was gonna be some complexing, but it's very simple. So mine is don't do it. When I if I've tried it and it may again may not be the time for it. But when I've measured my moment of success or what it is, is first of all, I gotta know where I'm going. That's what true. are my goals? Exactly. And this is the foundation of everything. Mm-hmm. Now you may have a list of goals, 10. If you don't hit all 10, it's not always guaranteed. You may hit five. You may hit eight. Either way, are you hitting the goals? Because if you're hitting your goals, then that means you move towards the destination you were traveling towards. That's true. On the destination, there will be bumps. There will be kicks. There will be a probably a pitfall somewhere on that, <laughs> on that ride. But if you climb out that hole and keep moving, you're trying to get from California to New York. You can take, I guess, Route 66, whatever it is. <laughs> you take whatever route you're supposed to go across from California to New York. But on the way to Cal- on the way to New York, your partner down in uh, Oklahoma says, hey, man, we're about to do a party. Let's go. Get back on the road. And somebody call you down in Tennessee. You drive down in Tennessee. You go all the different places. But what are all of these? These are pitfalls. These are stops. These are deterrents along the way. But you know what? I still got to get to New York at the end. Now, when you finally get to New York, you've picked up some money along the way because you went down to Texas and did some gambling. So I got 10 grand extra in my pocket. I went over and I met a friend down in uh, in Ohio and I got another connection. So all the stuff that's happened along the way. You're now measuring your success. Now I'm talking analogies and parables, not just to my driving to New York. <laughs> but the whole thing is along the way, you're measuring your self-development. Yeah. But the biggest thing along the way, I always have to remember, and this is just me giving analogies again about my life, is that I had to stay grounded with God. Because yeah. I remember there was just one time, I told my father years later, when I was doing a festival, this dude... Somebody put a hit on me one day, literally, because I owed him some money. Another dude put one on me because he thought I was trying to do something shaky or undermine him. Grace of God, I'm Muslim, so that keeps a very big firewall around me. But the thing was, I moved with God. So I remember there was a few times I wanted to go some places, and my spirit told me, just don't go. And I never knew why. And I found out later on that person was there. Again, walking with God along the way of these things right. keeps you 
where you're supposed to be right. and doing the moves. And too often we move in our own path, in our own, this is what I feel. Exactly. This is how I want to get this done. And when you do things in your way and you want to get it done, and the end result is balarkey. <laughs> you can't blame no one but, to who? but yourself. But yourself. Because you didn't, along the way, God always is talking to you. Mm-hmm. And he's always telling you, hey, stop. That's the reason why. You shouldn't be doing this. You have to listen to that still voice inside of yourself. And a lot of us are not silent enough to listen. Mm. You know, we're a lot of us don't don't. You know, I read something that um <laughs> children listen to you all the way up to 13. And then from uh, you know, then on, you don't know what you're talking. <laughs> I like then that one. I in like the mid 20s, they start to listen again. And everybody goes through that. You know, nah, it's 30 now, about it's 30. It's 30. <laughs> but everybody goes through that. You know, you, you go into that, that time of life, you're like, man, they really knew who they were talking. Whoever raised you or, or that advice, you go through a period of time when you find out, oh, man, they knew a lot more than what I thought. Mm. You know, there there's a lot of wisdom here. And even as generations, we have, I've seen us go back into the old wisdom mm-hmm. of what people used to do before there was a such thing called a computer or an <laughs> internet or anything like that. All that wisdom that was there, it wasn't lost. We weren't listening. And a lot of us have not read. Mm-hmm. We haven't done our research. But it's there for us to kind of get back on and a lot of times it's within us. Those, all that that experience is still in the DNA. That's how I look at it. You are all of those people who live before you. They're still in you. That intelligence that that God gave you, it's there. But are you listening to it? You know, a lot of us we spend so much time doing things that have nothing to do with us. Like I, I see people who are successful, but they're looking. At someone else's. And it's like, wait a minute, God allowed you to hit all your blocks, all, all check all your marks on your book. And you can't enjoy it because you're looking for something that wasn't even meant for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's important for us to understand that that once we're there to enjoy it and to move on. But like you said before, a lot of people they don't get there because they're not willing to do the work. You, you want the flowers, but you weren't even willing to plant the seed. <laughs> you planted the seed, but you weren't willing water to it. water it. You didn't go out there and pull the weeds out pull the, the grass. Weeds out. You know, it, it takes maintenance. Yes. And to keep the flowers, it takes the same level of maintenance. You don't just have a nice yard and then decide, you know what? I ain't going to never cut my grass no more. <laughs> I ain't going to never do nothing about them wood bees. And, <laughs> and this is the same thing. I'm deviate just a little bit just because uh, it's my little thing. This is the same thing that happens in our relationships. Yeah. And I always tell you, you know, I love, where I love doing this show with you. It's two different mindsets. But both of us don't like simping for the brothers. Nah. I'm going to cut us up. And I cut myself up because man first. Yeah. We both been married. We both been divorced. Yeah. yeah. And the maturity factor is your relationship in your house is like a business. Uh 
you are the CEO and president of this company. That's true. Your wife is the CFO. Yes. <laughs> the children and yeah, CFO. The children is the the oldest becomes like the manager and everything going down. But just like in the business in your house, if that CEO start messing up, everything start messing up wrong. Yeah. But what happened is just like in the business. The CFO will start cutting off the CEO at some point. <laughs> no, we're not investing into that. No, we're not going to do that because yeah. our money needs to be put someone better. And if we talked about watering and going, taking care of the, the house, taking care of the yard, taking care of the business, all of these things, as I look at myself, I can see, and this is for us brothers, you look in the relationship, it takes you to be mature and grow up and say, that's where I messed up at right there. Exactly. Exactly. That's where I messed up. And I, and if I continue along that path, I will do it again. Mm -hmm. Mr. Farrakhan says in this video, he says that we all want this new relationship because ours is going bad, whatever. You always want to get another one. But he said, the reality of it is, I'm, I'm very much paraphrasing, but if you go on my page, you'll see it at the top, my social network. He said, but the reality of it is that we're all the same wood cut from the same pile. So what you find messed up in one relationship, you're going to find messed up in the other relationship. So you might as well get it right. And, you know, it's funny to hear people say, well, I'll just get this and I'll just get that. What it is, it's really a self-check. Oh, It's a self-check. Whenever, when you're dealing with a relationship, when you're dealing with anything in life, if something goes on, which things happen in life, mm -hmm. we planned a beautiful outing for my mom. Mm. It's going to rain tomorrow. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so that don't mean it's God's fault. It ain't. it ain't the weather fault. When I'm looking at, okay, well, how did you prepare? Did you look at the weather forecast? Mm. And the same thing with our, with our lives. When we're looking at things and things are going well and we well, well, Outcast said, you can plan a pretty big, <laughs> but you can't predict the weather. Come on, 3,000. But the thing is, you prepare for those things. That's and it. a man is prepared. With us, when we're dealing with men, as we order ourselves, I don't speak on, on women because I'm not a woman. I can't. I can't say, well, what you need to be doing. No, I know what I need to be doing. That's it. And that's all that, that matters. When God gives us leaders a vision it's up to you whenever you go to the grocery store and they're out of something you go well you know they didn't know you're supposed to prepare for <laughs> if if there's a uh, if there's a vendor who doesn't you got to get another vendor you got to have it. a backup vendor that's it you want it has to be taken care of when you're running a household and your family goes to cut on the lights all they care about is, oh, the well, light's going to come that's on. That, that switch hit. Your child doesn't care. Children, I love children. Children are beautiful because children grow you the hell up. The thing is, children are a reinforcement of it's not about you. Repeat that, please. Hey, make sure they heard children that. Children <laughs> are a reinforcement of it's not about you. And the thing is, what we really have to realize is it never was and it never is but at the same time it's all on you the thing is about us one thing is if you were to die today 
world, the world moving. keeps going. Don't stop for a millisecond. But the thing is, you enjoy your time and you do the things to prepare for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And you enjoy your moments. So as we're preparing for everything, let's say you got that picnic that you planned, you got that date that you planned, you got that business that you planned. The thing is, you have to listen to that voice. It's okay. Well, when things are not going so good, what do I do? Who do I take time to appreciate in these moments? Because I'm not always going to have these same employees. Am I appreciating? How do I spend time with my family? Am I doing the things? And those those require that you're constantly on your business, on your thing. You have to be constantly on. And that's a check. It's It's a me check. It's not that, oh, man, COVID happened. No. What did you do to prepare? Oh, man, what well, this happened? Oh, well, well this friend, they, 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 they were supposed to do this, and they didn't do it. I got double-crossed, and this happened. No, it's a me check. Mm. Did you go off on them? Did you have all of your, your ducks in a row? When the ducks went to, when, when you found out that they was pigeons and not ducks, <laughs> did you, I remember you, you, you talked about something about having insurance. Did you have no <laughs> right. insurance? Right? You know, we have to prepare for those things that may occur. And that's the great part about having success is because it's the ultimate self check. Let me check you and see if you are really the honorable person that you are. Let me check and see, are, are you really going to donate like you said you are, or are you just looking for another tax break? You know, you just mentioned ducks. <laughs> I think they are fabulous creatures. Ducks, geese, any of the birds that on water. Oh, here we go. Because if you look at them, they're like the business. They're the CEO mm-hmm. on top. Everything looks like it's just running smoothly because they're the face. Yeah. Underwater, they're pedaling like hell. <laughs> oh, man, they're kicking. <laughs> Fast, and they're trying to make it happen, but they look yeah. gracefully as they move across the water. Yeah. And that's what we should be like quite often, yeah. is that it's when you, again, going back to God, and God is always the center of things, when you keep God at the center, of your life, your business. That's why when you had the separation of church and state and schools and everything, that became the biggest problem because the God was the balance to the chaos that everybody, God was the foundation that whenever we go wrong, we're off. We can always come back to the Bible. We can go into a Quran. You go back to a tour or you go to some spiritual development to say, this is what we all believe in. Let us act accordingly and move forward. But when you remove church and state, you remove, uh, you have the separation of church and state and you remove God from everything. Now there's no balance. Mm-hmm. So we had the situation in Tennessee not too long ago with the brother, um, the two black men who got expelled. And you have the situation of Donald Trump. You have the situation of the world going at war right now. Why? The reality of it is all is. Ain't no God or nothing that we're doing. There's no moral, there's no moral foundation. Right. And everything goes to chaos because people say, well, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do. If if I can, there's no guidance, that there's no stepping stone. You know what? I want to say this because this is the second time that I've thought of it. Is the reason why God has to be the focus 
is because he's the only thing that won't change. Oh, say the Bible. Say the Bible verse. You know what I'm talking about. Well, he is the he is uh, today as he was yesterday and as he shall be. Something like that. I'm killing, killing the verse. You know what I'm saying? But you know what people have to understand is when you hold on to the unmovable, it doesn't matter what happens. That's the foundation when you say you build your house upon the rock. And that's just a metaphor to say you you build what you're doing upon the thing that will never change. Let me tell you something, men out there, young men, old men, whoever you are, people will change. People say, oh, well, numbers don't lie. Well, if you're in charge of the numbers, you can make the numbers equal whatever you want. Uh, talk about uh, Enron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people say, oh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't, oh, numbers can, numbers I can make can, them lie. I can make them I can lie. make them lie. But the thing is, when you are, when you are on the thing that's unmovable, when you like hold that. on to what God said, okay, well, well, here's what I'm supposed to, here's my purpose, here's what I am, success or not, because those relationships will change. The relationship that you have with your children, it will change because they won't be babies. They won't be teenagers. They won't be young adults. You are not going to be the same. So the relationship is always going to change. Whether when you're in business, if you are a blockbuster, right? Uh. The market is not going to stay where it is. If you are in politics, the culture of the country is not going to be like that forever. You're going to have up periods and you're going to have down periods. It's things that's going to happen that's beyond your control. But the thing is that you hold on to God, the thing that is unmovable. It doesn't matter what is going on because those principles and the foundation of what God is never changes. So no matter even your mindset, we change. A lot of times we are not the same people that we started off to be. You might, especially when you go into uh, different things in life, you used to be bright eyed and bushy tail. Bushy tail. <laughs> no. Was, I just want to love everybody. I'm just going <laughs> to give my money away. Right. Uh, everybody is just, I'm just going to do. No, no, it's not like that. Uh-uh. You, you learn how to be studious. You learn how to have thick skin. You learn how to give. You learn how to take. You learn when to let people go. You learn the spirit of discernment. Oh, man. <laughs> Very <you> much. <laughs> discernment and decision. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, nah, and you learn to make decisions quick. But the thing is, you know, I, I really want to speak on the success and the things that it carries. Because when you're successful, people not only watch you, but they mimic you. Right. And the thing is, what are they mimicking? Because a lot of people, well, I'm not... I'm not a role model. Yes, you are. You're somebody's role model, no matter who you are. The biggest thing I tell, I tell a lot of people, I say that quite often on the show, the biggest thing I'm going to tell, <laughs> but in this situation, the biggest thing, what I would implore any person, find a mentor. Oh, yeah. Brother, when I say I have mentors, and this is, uh, the mentors that I have are giants. I plan to bring every single one of these giants on this show, and y'all be like, "Oh, how did you interview him?" Because I've known that man since I was twenty. I've known the man since I was twelve, and you don't always respect someone because, like they say, you can't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. You're so close to the sun that you're not 
you you know you're not respecting the light, mm-hmm. the heat that's on it. Like I have a mentor who is a giant, giant. And for years, he was just like, "What's up, Uncle?" That's it. <laughs> that's it. And everybody would be like, "Oh man, that's that's that's." Like that's that's man, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. Let's go. And we're going to his house. This is just family friend. This is, but as I got older, now you're looking at this man like, damn, this this brother is he's a god, <laughs> not recognizing right, what's in like, front of you, right? Like this is a. <laughs> And now, as I'm getting older and they're older, I'm now trying to go back and catch up on everything. Yeah. That when I was younger, I was like, man, I'm, I'm sitting down, getting more information out of them because I heard a saying when I was younger that when an old man dies, a novel burns. Oh, yeah. And all these novels that are out here that have not been recorded, that are not being appreciated, especially... I love Black Atlanta because these black folks changed the trajectory of the whole United States with black people. We're the only place that has had a black mayor for like 60 years oh, yeah. straight. Yeah. No one else can say that. No. But in doing that, we've also changed the trajectory and the landscape of how we see ourselves as black people how business is supposed to be taken care of. We're not somebody subservient. We're coming in as bosses. We grow. It's the whole thing is set up for the development and the advancement of us. That's right. And then when you go outside of the city and you see what's going on, it's like, man, that same person that, oh, that's just uncle such and such. <laughs> they come to them, they're like, oh man, you know him? Yeah, like I give one that's very easy for me because I don't want to give names because they I want them to come onto the show. Miss Rosa Parks. Again, to me, that's like Auntie Rosa. <laughs> to everybody else in the world, that's Rosa Parks. You know what she did? How she? So when I got to spend summers and time with them on the Pathway to Freedom program, it's like oh, that's Miss Parks. You know, how you doing? Just nice little old lady. She's real calm. She's quiet, but she'll talk, and she's always would talk very elegantly, and it was always deep and profound, even with a little bit of words she said. But to me, that's just on Rosa. <laughs> you know? You used to it. Right. <laughs> and then when her funeral hit, and I saw that, I said, good Lord, that's not, that's Rosa Parks. Exactly, exactly. So familiarity breeding content was my experience with that. And with business, it's the same way. We all have the content. You know, I'm used to this person. This is why you have a lot of older people who don't pass the business on to their children. Yeah. Because the children ain't going to respect it. And they'll burn the business down because they want to go free ball with the money. So get a mentor. Find somebody who's going to give you the advice that you need in your line of business. Your auntie ain't the the one. (laughs) And I, and I was unless unless she actually was unless she was the person doing successfully well in it. And I, I respect my father. We're gonna get him on here because my father, he will tell me, son, I ain't the one for that. Whatever certain business I got into, he says I ain't the one for that, son. I will give you divine guidance, which is like a spiritual way of looking into some insight. 
but I can't tell you how to make the steps to make that successful. <laughs> Go find someone. Exactly. So, yeah, get you a mentor. It, it, it'll change your life and business. We, you know, we're going you know, to go a little extra for this one because I want to make some bonus content for this well, one. So, Tuesday. Tuesday. I, I had some. I had some. That's why I said actually, this is going to be extra. One. So, Tuesday going to have some extra <laughs> for this one. So, shout out to Tuesday. <laughs> because I, I really wanted to go uh, in the next uh, episode, I really wanted to go into uh, the, those subjects of finding those experts and those mentors. So, man, I, man, this has been pretty good, man. I, I really enjoyed this one. <laughs> no, we're going to keep going. So, this is going to be just one episode. We're going to have, so, like I said, Tuesdays is extra content. Man, let's go. We're going to talk this out. Okay. We're going to have an extra content for Tuesdays, so y'all just tune in for Tuesdays and letting everybody know now. Let's keep on rolling. So, I really I really just want to get into this. Let's ask questions. This is the next step is um, as you're successful is actually building that circle. And it actually segues into what you were saying, like finding that mentor, finding that expert. You want to know about a so circle? Glad that we, you want to know about a circle? Yeah. Okay, so here we go with a circle. Now, my mentor, Bruce Dobbs. Look up Bruce Dobbs. Maybe an opportunity. Black man in Atlanta. He uh, used to have locks at one point. So if you look him up, you know who I'm talking about. So Bruce Dobbs told me one day, financial genius. He says, Yusuf, you need to find you a circle of young men who are on the like path. But the biggest thing I want to do is they don't all need to be the same. I said, what? <laughs> he said, I'm going to give you an example. All my people, this is why I always give examples because everyone I've taught paints a picture. Now, I may paint in Crayola crayons and they're painting in pastel <laughs> and get the good paint. I'm still on crayons, but they paint nice pictures. That's why I try to talk in ways that people understand. So he says, I'm going to give you an example of a deal. He said, one of my mentees, they went and did this deal. I gave them advice the whole way, but they still want to take their own route. He said, one of my mentees, they were a group of young black businessmen, very intelligent. They went in and did this deal. It was a nice, sizable deal. He said, but when they got in there, they got screwed over. Because Why? Everybody in there knew numbers. Ah. He said, when you go into business, you go into business with a group that understands what you do not. Mm -hmm. So if you're dealing with business, you better have some law in there also. There you, go. you got numbers, you got law. Mm -hmm. Because he said the contract was, the numbers were all legit. Like you said, you know, numbers don't lie. So numbers were all straight. Mm -hmm. But it was the wording that got them. There you go. So the wording was, they had to have it done in a certain time period. And the people that they were dealing business with knew that it would take an extra month for them to do it. But they didn't see those fine lines and the fine lines caught them. So when you go into business, you don't, we always try to go on with our buddies. Oh, my pot, we all went to business school together. We all went to partner. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go all in together because we all do this. That's cool. That's nice. But it's always another side of the business that you don't know. I'm telling you. So you, and they say you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know until sometimes you get busted in the head. But sometimes you don't have to get busted in the head. You can just go out and talk to people. Exactly. And they'll tell you, hey, son, you need to get you a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You need to go get you a um, crazy. You need to get you somebody who knows astronomy. Why? Because, okay, if you start building this during this time period, the sun's moving. So you have to understand that. So it's a bunch of things that you don't know you don't know until you get into the business. You know, it's... Uh 
it's funny to having that. It's, it's almost like when you're building a house, you can't build a house with everybody at Brick Mace. <laughs> I mean, right. Somebody got to do windows. That, somebody got to be. That was the best example. Somebody right. got to understand the. And you know, one thing that I've learned is people have to know how to value people. Mm. Like understanding that someone has the gift of speech, and of having a com- what they call the common touch. Mm. That's a skill that everyone doesn't have, and it's a valuable skill to understand that you need to have someone in each place, but knowing what those places are. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a puzzle. Having a mentor that knows that, okay, you need, these are the spaces that you have. Right. And too often we, I say we in particular black folks, because we get into the business and I'm going to give example again of a young sister. I was once getting into this business and I was telling her, go talk to this person. She was like, no, because they look at me as my as I'm a rival to them because I'm getting into the business. I said, no. Did you sit down and talk with them yet? I was up under them for a while, but did you talk to them? That's the difference. So too often we go into the business and because I sat down and talked with you and I was stay, I was working with you. Okay, that's different. You come work for me. You're an employee right now. Exactly. So I'm not caring about nothing besides did you get the job done? All right, cool. And you get upset with me because oh, he's too strict and he's stern. He's not doing it right. Well, I'm not caring about none of that stuff. Because that wasn't your position. You're not here for that. <laughs> You're here to get a job done. Let's get the job done. But when you sit down with the person and ask them for guidance, they become a different person. And too often what we do, especially our generation, and this young group too, is we go in and we try to cut down everything that's been done before us. We don't want to build on the foundation that's been there already. We say, oh, that crap don't make no sense. I don't like it. We're going to do it this way. So we cut everything down instead of sitting down and say, hey, you know what? You built this restaurant. And you've been successful for 20 damn years. How did you do it? This is Tim Hargrove, known as Nuba. Tune in for Cocktails and Conversations on Friday, 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, like, and tell somebody.